everyone, I hope everyone is well. Um, I want to talk about the long game. And um, in this, if you're participating in this journey and if you have taken ayahuasca or thinking about taking ayahuasca and you know the everything has to be cleaned out it's not just um the surface it's when she's in you and you know i suppose it really depends on your intention your commitment um it's a thorough literally a deconstruction and reconstruction and it's like a job site i'm in the construction business so it kind of it means something to me in that respect um but also it's it's surgical and it's intricate and complex and i'd mentioned before it's like having a sort of thousand shattered pieces in a dark room where she illuminates each one piece by piece so that it kind of is understood in your your whole consciousness if you've hidden something deeply as i have and it's in the dark and shattered and it's really in the dark each piece is illuminated um, as a reminder of who you are, but you're not going to see the truth of anything in one shot because you've sort of smothered it with this whole other kind of story. And not only have you smothered the original story, but I think even more um difficult or is the emotional aspect of it so you may see something or encounter or she may show you something that's you know pretty horrific as she's shown me but that's just the seeing of it what she needs to get to and what she it really is on the hunt for is the release of your emotional being in that moment because that's what's been paralyzed and to get to those is is quite a job i've had the um privilege and honor of having um had her the this incredible plant medicine continue to work on me as if I'm still on the medicine. I don't I haven't taken it in about two and a half years. But I have many ceremonies um at home which consist of only simply listening to the ikaros which then ignites a response in my energetic field. So in my case, which I think must be extreme because I, you know, perhaps or not, I don't know, I have no idea. Um, this dissolution has been 
complex, long, and um, and intricate. I had a, an incredibly powerful ego, so I was deeply threaded into the psyche of the predator. Deeply, deeply threaded. Like, he was a huge imprint in my energetic field. Like, he owned my energetic field. So, to... It's a sort of betrayal to them to really see them for who they are. I was deeply masked and deeply blinded and deeply tricked. I mean, seriously tricked. So for me to release that emotional um, paralysis has been, you know, taken a long time and a lot of like shaking the tree um, for it to be released. And I've spoken about it before, my, my trauma was that I was um, sent out to be sexually abused as a toddler for money. And perhaps one of the most challenging, devastating um, things that I've had to see is that this man did this so he could make himself, apart from the money, is that he could like be one of the boys, you know, look at me, I'm not just a, a weakling, you know, I'm, I, I've got this kid I can sell. I'm one of the boys, look, I'm one of the... And, you know, one of the visions, I he was just we were in a pub in London and he's just laughing with these guys and at the same time he's sending me off to be abused somewhere in this building by this guy. I'm a child, I must be four or five. And I have never, um, I thought I'd released quite a lot but I have never, in that place, I there was a release like I have never felt before. Like I finally let myself feel the pure terror of what that meant. And, I mean, convulsing terror, convulsing um, weeping, like something that was, it was like I'd been holding on to this for so long, I held on to this emotion that I, I wouldn't release this emotion of terror. I wouldn't release the sadness of it. And I did. And it was, it was like my heart was breaking. It was the most powerful, sad, um, it was like I'd held on to this, like it was in my system, like I had, it was like a blockage. I had sat there and just, I had to be strong. I couldn't release this sadness. It was a sad, it was a deep, convulsive sadness that was so deep. 
and the love for my little girl, you know, just because in that horrific, horrific um, relationship, he had made himself the one that had to be looked after. He was more important than anyone. You know, we just had to do what he said. We didn't matter. We were just at the mercy of this piece of evil. I mean, it's just evil. That's all I can... And in so doing, had refused everything that we were. And that was a huge, it was just, it was like a, a massive thorn that had been stuck in my heart for a long time. That I hadn't um, given into, I hadn't. One of the things is that when you give up the predator, you know, you have to give up your ego, you have to give up everything, you have to give all of it, the tributes of this thing. And by so doing, it's a a reclamation of your child. It's a reclamation of yourself. It's a reclamation of your soul. And again, you know, it's, it's not about thinking. It's not about seeing and thinking. It's the ultimate release, the ultimate healing is in this deep release of these emotional blockages that, uh, I mean, I'm actually pretty exhausted today just from the whole, because it was, you know, not just, it was energetic again, kind of energy just being, like I'm, yeah, being literally rewired, re, I'm, I'm being pulled down and, you know, kind of demolished in this energetic field this thing that has had a grip on me is being demolished. And it can only truly be demolished and it can only truly be energetically dismantled once we release the blockages. Um, That's why it's a, it's a long game, because I see the way that we're built is uh, solid. Terror in childhood is huge. Um, when I was in Peru, and I, I didn't, I didn't realize, like, you know, it's literally like going into the dark and there's everything is buried, right, in a way. All these different pieces of you are buried. And imagine on this infinite scope of real estate in the dark, each of you, each of it needs to be recovered and each of it needs to be released. And imagine if you lived in trauma, just the emotions that you have held on to, deep emotions that you won't release because you're so terrified of releasing them. And 
and you're owned by this huge dungeon keeper prison warden that is within you that's been built within you to um, legitimize the behavior of uh, evil right so you can't let go of that feeling of terror and sadness because you'll be ridiculed or they'll hurt you even more or what you know, there's something wrong with you that you don't agree to what I'm doing so incredible compassion incredible love for our little children I, I don't know after what I saw and felt last night how I could have been living with this huge blockage you know literally I had made him right and me wrong I had made his behavior acceptable and my response wrong there was something wrong if I didn't accept being abused and taking care of him there was something wrong with me I mean, imagine, imagine that. And I'm sure if it's happened to me, I'm not the only one. I had to be wrong for him to be right to do what he did. That is fucking insane. But I made it, so that's how it worked in my system. I literally refused my entire being to make evil acceptable. I mean, it's it's almost in the shell shock category. <laughs> so and I this thing has fought it the whole way. I mean, I've whatever I built has fought the truth the whole way. You almost have to exhaust it. It's like a, it's like a, a legal game in the states. You know what they do is they, something which I'd never understood, but I was involved in, is that they just swamp you with motions and paper and accusations till you just run out of money or exhausted and you just give up. And it's the same way with this. You cannot give up to see the truth of what it is that you're holding. I mean, I literally made evil right and my innocence wrong. And in so doing, refused, oh my God, so much emotion and so much terror because this lasted quite a few years, whatever he was doing. This medicine, yeah, I, I, there's no way. All of this, every last breath of this, every last trace of this would never, but never have been known. I would never have known any of this. Not a tiny speck of it had I not um, 
had the privilege and the honor to be treated by this medicine. I literally was under the spell of evil. I just, I don't know how else to put it. It might sound weird, it might sound whatever to, oh, that's the only way I can say it. And this agreement to agree to their evil and to refuse our feelings. I mean, it's, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm still shell-shocked by it. It's, it was a huge shock to me and it's a huge shock to my system, but also an incredible release of sadness and of abandonment. I was forced to abandon myself. I was forced to refuse my feelings. I was, I mean, who does that? I don't know, evil. And so I suppose my, um, my seeing or my, is that it's, it's, we have to be in for the long game and we have to keep cutting down this forest and we need to keep going in deeper and deeper and deeper until everything, but everything is released. You know, my prayer is, you know, every cell of my body to be released. You know, every trace of breath. I want to see every... I will not rest until it is all completely and utterly um, exposed. I mean, everything. Because this thing that we build is very clever... It might give you a few things, but you've got to keep in there. You've got to keep going in there. Because what I saw last night is, I had no idea. But this was part of my system, of my thinking. I don't matter. You must only be the one that wins here. None of us matter. You will be king and I will be free. It's, you know, I think of like (laughs) family photographs. I just, I don't have any, thank God. Um, And I saw one once, I was just like, oh, you know, I can't. The way that I had re-portrayed him, and yeah, it was such a lie. An armor, but a lie. So, stay in for the long game. You're gonna get frustrated. You're gonna think it's over. You're gonna think, You know, people say, oh, you know, enough. Don't listen to anyone. Stick with where you're going. You won't know where you're going. We never do. And yeah, just keep following the thread. 
You might think it's over a few times. I certainly did. <laughs> it's over now. It's over now. Um, don't trust any of your opinions because all your ideas... I mean, I don't mean trust you. Of course you trust you. But recognize that the trickery is within you and that the... Um, whatever you built was built in conjunction to the predator. So it has elements of it, a lot of elements of it in you. So you yourself will trick yourself in order to conclude and finish, move on. Oh, there's another medicine my, a mistake. In fact, there's actually an interesting story because, you know, I was, I suppose I wanted to hurry up the process and there's no hurrying nature. <laughs> you know, she works at her own pace and there is no time. And so, you know, for you, it may be, you know, I need to get done by this quarter. It needs to be over by the second quarter of 2022. Yeah, forget that. It doesn't, doesn't do Excel sheets. And um, I think it was last Christmas or last winter. I, um, you know, it was getting worried like this thing was going on. And, and I... And like, I'm going to go do toad medicine. Like, toad medicine's it. I bet that, I think that'll do it. I can't go down to Peru. I'll go do the toad medicine. I know that's it. That's going to clean me up. It's like, it's this kind of thing in your system, right? So I find out who does toad medicine, blah, blah, blah. I, I go up there and I'm already, my brain is like, okay, I need to do this. I need to get this thing out of me. It's like... And in a way, it's like I kind of, I didn't give up on the ayahuasca, but I was just like getting frustrated or I was just, I need this to be done, you know. And I got up there and literally, <clears throat> it was like, no. <laughs> My whole system was just, no. Um, it, it, I couldn't, I just couldn't. I, I just, it, everything in my system was like, screaming no and I'd paid the money and I'd gone up there and also I didn't really trust the facilitators but it, regardless my whole system was in the this isn't right so you know follow the course it's long it's circuitous it's you know, difficult, it's revealing, it's magic, it's hell, it's everything, it's messy as shit. It's messy as shit. But she sets a timetable. And, um, yeah, you're gonna get frustrated, you're gonna want it to be over, you're gonna say, well, isn't this it? Like, I've seen enough, you know, but the way this thing is rigged and the way that we're rigged and made, it's just, um, and depending again on how bad the trauma was or what happened, it's gonna take more than a few sticks of dynamite. You know, I mean, when you think about cancer treatment and how long it takes and just all the what goes into it I mean I'm just thinking of just in the healing you know space how how long things take 
And in the end, it doesn't matter how long it takes. Who gives a shit, really, right? It's just because I live in this world and things have timetables and they have, you know, in the world of nature, it's just, it's going to happen at its own pace and its own time. Like, in the jungle, you go to sleep at seven, you get up at six. I mean, your rhythm is completely changed, right? So... why would you think it would adapt to this rhythm? It doesn't. So, yeah, the ultimate, the whole, the whole kind of dismantling of this thing is intricate, it's surgical, it has many aspects, you know, where things are deeply buried. And I think this was something I had not known, that I had made his evil legitimate and my life wrong and who I was wrong. I mean, I had no idea. And also to actually feel the sadness for my child, the terror for my child, you know, to give her back her podium, to give her back her pedestal, to reverse the code. It's huge, monumental, and deeply... I was deeply blocked. And in my ceremonies, I had... There were all these energies coming up, and I never really understood why, what it was. It was these kind of... dragons and all sorts of dark entities. So much so that the woman three mattresses away was like, she's smelling an evil... Uh, a darkness. What they were was... It was like I had been taken hold, like I had been taken prisoner of them. And by so doing, I'd kind of been imprinted with this terror that just refused, that just legitimized this behavior. It wasn't helped by the fact that my mother also just, you know, was in the same position and agreed to and legitimized and put up with his horrific behavior. So there was nowhere, there was nowhere to go. We, it was like a tyranny in a, a little island. It's like being in North Korea, you know? There's nowhere to go if you're not gonna get shot. You have to agree. that everyone around you is going to squeal on you if you make the tiniest movement towards freedom. So you just agree. You pretend that it's all okay. Oh, it's great in Cuba. We love Cuba. The music, the food. We just can't say anything because if we do, we get put in jail. So it's the same thing. It's just, it's the absolute kidnapping of freedom. The refusal of you over me. Although in Cuba they said it's over you, over the collective, whatever. It's all the same shit. It's all, you know, you can't be who you are. You have to agree to this set of rules. And sometimes, you know, I mean, yeah, we have to agree to rules and stuff. 
for all of us to live in, you know, as a collective. But in the way this works, it's you're completely swallowed up into. As a child, if anything happens to you as a child, there's no negotiating. There's no answering back. There's no anything. There's only agreement for survival. There's only legitimizing for survival. When you actually turn that over, it's like a, it's like you you shift sides, you know. Like suddenly, you've given so much momentum to your child that you're willing. You're finally. The, the dark side can no longer sustain itself because you've given your child so much momentum, so much love, so much attention. You've given everything to her that you was not given to you. And I think once you really attend, it's like a, you become the parent of your child. And with her as your parent and the love that she feels she's able to then give it all, give up all the emotions that she's been feeling. And that's where there's some shift that happens where you break the code. You break the code with the perpetrator. As long as you're functioning out of your loyalty to the perpetrator, your acceptance of whatever they did to you, they abused you, they denied you, they neglected you, they whatever you, as long as you're still trying to make them okay, as still as you're tra- still trying to make them legitimate, you're on their side, you're protecting them. I'd been protecting this evil my whole life. And it was interesting because I think one of the first things that I saw, my mother was on her deathbed and she was saying, I'm really sorry about what happened to you with him. She was trying to apologize. That was one of the first things that I, she showed me. And from then on, it was just like a domino effect of collapse, collapse, collapse. You have to return as the rescuer, as a prince charming to your little child. Bring them home. And by bringing them home, it means allowing them to fully feel the feeling. I think really ultimately that's the dividing line. That's the breaking point. When you make them more important than the person that hurt you. That neglected you that otherwise you're still negotiating you're still negotiating you're still trying to fulfill the whatever it is that your relationship with that perpetrator is you know it could be anything i don't know you're trying to be someone you're still you know trying to fulfill their unfinished dreams you're still trying to make their crazy okay if you're still trying to make their crazy okay you're still protecting them You need to go in and release and let that child have all its feelings. (coughs) Let your little boy, your little girl have. That's the piercing the veil. To recover the blockage of those feelings that they refuse for themselves. 
<coughs> Sorry. That's kind of where you break the bond. And there's a tipping of the scale. And there's the opening to your own healing. Whereas when you agree with your child and not with the predator. And you can say, yes, I've seen what they did. I know what they did. It's all thinking, but it's actually that emotional release. You've got to, that the blockage in that child is his or her emotional release that they weren't allowed to have in those horrific circumstances. That is the blockage. Sometimes it takes a lot of seeing, you know. In my instance, I've just had to see so much. I've had to... But I held on, protecting. I wouldn't release those feelings because I was told that my feelings were wrong. And I was ridiculed and just all the shit that bullies do to children. So yeah, hallelujah and just nothing but, I mean, just grace and gratitude. I mean, I never thought I would be saved by a plant. (laughs) So sweet. By a medicine that's so powerful, so unbelievably powerful. Yeah, and you're in it for the long run. You're in it for complete dissolution. You know, your ego will, will kid you, will, you know, trick you. You know, will keep hiding things from you. Because these emotional blockages are huge and they're life or death. So, compassion for yourself your children, for all your children, for whatever happened, get in there, keep getting in there, you know, if you're called to the medicine, take the medicine, it's incredible, magical medicine, that is just fueled with love. yourself feel again I think one of the reasons we also keep it is because we there's going to be no one there if we break I was thinking it's one of the things as a child it's like even if I feel this who's here to be here for me no one you can't allow yourself to feel that terror that sadness everything is hee hee ha ha hee hee ha ha Deliver it all to the great medicine. I mean, yeah. It's sad. It's um, it's very sad, you know. But there's truth, and the blockage. I mean, will kill you. You know, it's like you you can't live holding back a dam that energy is just huge eventually it's going to get you so 
keep giving it all up, keep releasing all of it, keep getting deeper into this forest, keep moving through whatever the teaching is, keep moving through this wisdom, keep fighting for yourself. You know, the love that I have for myself is oh so much greater than the damage that was done. As I said, if it takes me an eternity or 10 eternities, I will be completely and utterly released. And I will have every trace of this shit out of my system because it's just shit. Remember, always love, always, always come back to love love of yourself and commitment to yourself and honor and respect for this incredible medicine so much gratitude so much love I just I don't even know there aren't words okay keep trucking bye